How high will they go? For leisure and full-time van life and RV owners, soaring fuel prices are a real concern. And coupled with rising inflation, it may change the landscape and the nature of travel for months and maybe years to come. Join me today as we discuss this on this edition of Rolling Home. With springtime recreational travel upon us, us RV owners are going to have to take a hard look at where we're going to go this summer and how far we'll travel. One consideration is that fuel prices, you know, vary widely from location to location in the United States. Here in the Southwest, where I'm located, regular gas is hovering, oh, around $3.80 a gallon as I record this podcast. In other locations, like in California and Western states, Gasoline has already hit $7 a gallon. According to AAA, the last time the national average for a gallon of gasoline was above $3 a gallon before 2021 was in 2014. And there's a reason for travelers to be nervous that prices may continue to jump, uh, you know, therefore impacting their travel plans. After all, it's been not that long ago when uh, the recession hit during 2008 and 9 that prices reached the $4 mark. Well, rising gas prices and rising inflation, which was up about 8% in February, could put the brakes on the dramatic sales of RVs as well that we've talked about on previous podcasts. And like during the oil embargo and the subsequent ore shortages of 1973, this had a great impact on the industry. Well, fortunately, we have been here before. In an interview with Woodall's Campground Magazine, David Gorin, former president and CEO of the National Association of RV Parks and Campgrounds, said there could be a dramatic shock to the entire RV industry. What came out of both of those shortages was a recognition by the industry, particularly among the RV manufacturers and campgrounds, that the government needed to take a closer look at recreation as an essential part of American life. Every time the gas prices went up, you just couldn't say, okay, no sales of gas to RVs or boats for recreational purposes. We're not going to sell gas to you guys. You're out of luck. That led to the creation of the American Recreation Coalition, which was the predecessor to the Outdoor Recreation Roundtable. During the recession of 2008 and 9. Gorin noted that campers still wanted to get out, but they cut back on some travel and how far they were willing to go. It really led to the growth in seasonal camping in a lot of places because campers wanted to find a site that they could park their unit on and leave it there during the summer months, he said. In the same article, Gary Quigley, the owner of Yogi Bear's Yellowstone Park Camp Resort at Cozy Rest in Harrison, Pennsylvania, told the magazine that during 2008 he thought that people would park their RVs, but that just wasn't the case. Quigley said people planning longer trips decided to travel closer to home and extended their stays at many parks like his. We're in a complete panic thinking that there was no way people were going to travel when gas was that high, he said, but in fact, it was just completely the opposite. Typically, we draw most of our people from within about two-hour radius, and that shrunk to about a 30-mile radius. Quigley noted, however, that his park is a destination park with nothing much 
else for campers to do in the area it's located in. He said the impact of higher gas prices may be felt more by parks that sit by highways and cater more to people traveling through. Therefore, transient parks that rely on people traveling from one destination to the other could be impacted more due to these high gas prices. Of course, for travelers like me and my wife, we rarely stay in RV parks when traveling. We boondock uh, somewhere, you know, and so these factors aren't as impactful to us, but I know it's impactful for a lot of those that are pulling larger rigs who need the convenience of hookups uh, when boondocking just isn't an option. Well, how about if politics are to blame? Well, we all know that politics are complicated, to say the least. And I feel politics has contributed to a large extent on the price of gasoline prices consumers are now experiencing. You know, for the first time in many years, the United States achieved energy independence and was actually an energy exporter in 2018, according to an article in Investor's Business Daily. According to the article, presidents as far back as Richard Nixon pushed for energy independence to reduce our country's dependence on foreign oil. But all these plans had one thing in common that they assumed that they assumed increased domestic oil production wouldn't solve the problem. Well, when the Trump administration rolled along, it, it apparently it was they implemented kind of a radical departure to this thinking, and they changed basically everything in just a few short years, according to Investors Business Daily. Quote, in a speech to the Energy Department months after taking office, Trump said that for decades leaders peddled the myth of energy scarcity. Most of it was self-imposed, he said. What the country needs, he said, isn't an alternative energy or new austerity measures. It's the government that promotes energy development. Trump listed actions that he was taking to lift federal impediments to energy production. Subsequently, advanced drilling technologies resulted in opening vast expanses of domestic oil and natural gas reserves. Domestic production skyrocketed and imports steadily dropped, resulting in the United States achieving this energy independence. But there are environmental concerns. The Trump administration's aggressive fossil fuel plans that led to our energy independence also brought criticism from advocates of green and renewable energy. So when Trump left office, the Biden administration quickly reversed course, canceling the Keystone Pipeline and permits for drilling on public lands. That action by the Biden administration set in motion the increased fuel prices that in recent months had already uh, began to creep up and then were exacerbated by the, the war in Europe with Russia when it invaded Ukraine. So rising gas prices are just not a simple matter for sure. Uh, it's, it's one of those things that is, is very complicated and just takes time to kind of unpack and to understand exactly what is going on. And in my mind, decreasing domestic fuel production certainly doesn't help matters at all. Well, now that we have increasing gas prices, and it looks like that they're going to be increasing for some time to come, how are some ways that you and I can get better gas mileage out of our camper vans and RVs? Well, I'll share with you five ways that I've come up with which I think can help us to decrease our fuel consumption. Well, first, reduce the size of your rig. You know, one of the reasons that my wife and I opted for our camper van was gas mileage. For the most part, we average between 16 and 18 miles a gallon, depending on the roadway and elevation. 
but have gotten as much as 20 miles a gallon at times. This is pretty good for a, you know, 9 to 10,000 pound uh, camper van. For owners of larger RVs, it might, you know, be time to downsize, and I believe um, it has a lot of advantages. You know, one of the things, as I've mentioned on previous podcasts, due to the size of our camper van, you know, which is 21 feet, uh, you know, it's easy to get in and out of places, and we can park mostly in normal parking spots. So, you know, consider maybe downsizing. I know that might not be practical, but uh, for some of you, it could possibly be a solution. Well, plan your route for maximum efficiency. I think I've mentioned this on a previous podcast, but it's it's always good, you know, uh, to plan your uh, trip ahead of time, map it out. And with rising gas prices, it just may be more important than ever. Check out uh, the gas price along your route and also make, you know, your destination more uh, direct and efficient using apps like uh, Gas Buddy and Google Maps and other map apps. And determine the most direct and efficient route to travel. However, remember, some routes may you know, be longer but flatter. Therefore, they could offer additional fuel savings. Third, keep up proper maintenance. I mean, we all know this to be true, but sometimes we neglect it. Be sure to check your tire and pressure, your tire pressure, and make sure your rig is properly maintained at all times. Uh, you know, keeping your tires inflated to recommended levels is, you know, pretty much a no-brainer. I know I, I uh, look at my manual depending on the season. I try to to keep my tire pressure inflated to what the manufacturer says, and I think it does make a difference. And remember, little things like a dirty air filter that can cost you mileage, and a dirty fuel filter, things like that. Lose your lead foot. This is hard for some of us. You know, keep in mind that you're traveling for leisure, and you're not really in a hurry to get anywhere. If you, you know, if you really think about it, maintain a steady speed. Take breaks. Consider driving a bit slower than the posted speed limit. Just slowing down five to ten miles an hour can increase your fuel efficiency by quite a bit due to the size and weight of the average RV. And finally, leave your tow trailer or tow vehicle at home. If you're one of those larger uh, RVers that uh, have a larger RV that that you tow a trailer or take along a small tow vehicle, consider leaving it behind, if at all possible. The added weight, uh, both inside your camper and inside outside on a trailer, can sometimes dramatically decrease your gas mileage. Of course, it's debatable about the impact of a smaller tow vehicle and what impact it has on gas mileage, but, you know, I can't imagine that it can't help because the drag on a, that a vehicle like that, uh, you know, causes on a on an RV. Well, that's about all I had for today. These are just, you know, my thoughts on how exploding fuel prices can impact van life and RV travel uh, in the months and possibly years to come. And, you know, what are your thoughts? Have you uh, already made alternative plans because of rising fuel prices? I know we're making decisions on some trips right now because of this. And if so, tell me how. Uh, you can leave me a comment at rollingforhome at gmail.com or you can go on my blog at rollingforhome.wordpress.com and uh, make a comment there. Thanks again for joining me for another edition of Rolling Home Podcast. And I really appreciate everyone who subscribes. And if you're not a subscriber, please consider subscribing and or liking or following or you know whatever you have to do on your particular listening platform. It helps others to find out about this podcast. And always remember, 
Home is where you park it. See you again soon on another edition of Rolling Home. <laughs>